back to Postscript uh, in our third season of Miss Scarlet. I'm Christina Ziders. And I'm Tom Downing. Uh-huh. If you love watching or listening to Postscript, join in the conversation, leave us a review on your favorite podcast app, or like, comment, and subscribe at YouTube. Slash, no, youtube.com slash at WITF Mosaic. That's how websites work. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to make sure that we're here with you on Postscript for season four of Miss Scarlet and the Duke, please uh, consider becoming a WITF supporter. It helps us grow our catalog of original arts and culture content. Uh, and you can visit uh, WITF.org slash mosaic and you can give a gift of support. We'd really appreciate it. Yep. Every little bit helps. A dollar or two, 50 cents, whatever you can give. <laughs> uh, we thank you for any support you throw our way. So. Yes. Okay, let's get into season three, episode five, The Air. Thank you. I'm go- I'm going to apologize in advance because air is like herb, and I'm never like, is it herb or herb? Uh, herb or herb. So the, this is probably going to yeah, be this, a little awkward for me. This is this is air as air. in like air apparent, not air that we breathe. Right. So. Okay. But it's pronounced the same way. It's pronounced the same way. <laughs> That's helpful. Uh, so in this opening, Eliza, we, like... Breaks into a dark room. This is obviously not her house. No, no. All the all the the, the furniture is covered in like sheets. No, oh, yeah. And it's like draped deal. furniture. It's dark, so it's nighttime. She has a lamp, and, and she's she, like digging. She's, she's like, looking for looking something. For something. Yep. And she's checking everything. Yep, drawers under the fabrics everywhere, and she sees a plaque on the wall. Yeah, it's a wo- this is checking everywhere. It's a wooden plaque. And uh, it's in Latin. I'm not going. Are you going to? I'm going to try. So people who are listening or watching. Apologies. Apologies in advance. (laughs) Et sevare secreta illorum cordibus vestris, uh, which translates to. Let hearts keep their secrets. (laughs) And so she picks up this wooden plaque from the wall and looks behind it. And there's a loose brick behind the plaque. Well, there's also like piece of the wall missing like it's in the like, shape of the plaque it was, oh yeah yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 obviously it's a deliberate. hiding spot yes <laughs> deliberate uh so yeah she finds a loose brick and she pulls the loose brick out and reaches inside and pulls out a bunch of paperwork oh yeah there's all these papers she's looking at it says white chapel orphanage december 5th 1856 now so we know approximately where this all started and there's <laughs> and at this point we hear a knock or something down below uh because she's on the second floor yeah and like uh, we cut the the scene cuts to a man with a lantern who's come into the building. Yeah, he's uh, looking around the building, trying to find the noise because she's obviously making some noise. Well, she's and, not a soundless mouse, and he may have seen the light as well. Oh, that's so that's like true he, too. he's he's kind of coming in and trying to figure <laughs> out. He's an older gentleman. Um, so the 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 music the, it builds in intensity. Um, uh, <laughs> Eliza is is finds another letter and says something about my dearest son. Yeah, it starts off with my dearest son. That's all I caught too. And um, the man is closing in on her. We know is this she, because of the music like, yeah, that you mentioned yeah. in the background that I didn't notice, but I was like the suspense. Yep. Uh, he opens the door to the room that she's in. Yeah. He says, "Who's there? Who is there?" And all we see. Is an open window with the blinds blowing in, or the blinds, Drapery. curtains, yeah. blowing in. And so, so she got out. She's made her escape. Yep. So we don't, <laughs> we don't know exactly what. That's she our had, opening. There was an orphanage, my dearest son. And uh, so that's, that's she's, she's so gone. So we have no idea what she's investigating, but no. we know it involves an orphan. Yeah. Okay. And that cues the title sequence. So right. we go through that. Uh, so after the title sequence, we cut to Eliza, and she's with a couple, yes. a man and a woman. The woman is is pregnant, which I didn't notice at first. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice until later in the yeah. episode. Uh, I also want to point out that this starts off with our running gag. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. You're a what? <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't skip a beat. No, they just right brought at, us in with, you're a what? <laughs> right out of the gate. You're a what? Uh, a private detective. Like, every episode, they have to work you're this joke what? in. Yeah. Yep. You're a what? A private detective. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so Eliza's there. It's late. She apologizes for the lateness of the hour, but she's there with an urgent matter. Yep, for Um, a Mr. Martin Crabtree, who's the man of of the couple. Right, right. And um, it has something to do with a Sir Reginald Denning. Uh, He was knighted. She she found papers concerning uh, Martin's placement in Whitechapel Orphanage. Um, And Martin explains that he believed that his parents had both died, and that's why he was placed at the orphanage. But she has... The letter mm-hmm. and the paperwork it's proving proof. that Reginald um, is, was is Martin's, Martin's father. father. And so uh, Martin actually is the next of kin to inherit his estate. 
Yeah, 20,000 20, pounds. 20,000 pounds, which is a sizable sum even in today's yeah. money. And uh, she found him just in time that he must claim the inheritance before 6 a.m. the day after tomorrow. Yeah, because so. it's seven years, if it hasn't been claimed within seven years, it goes to the government. Right. So basically and then the estate no, goes to the government nobody because no gets one else the money. It. Yeah. Except the government gets the money. Yeah. Um, so Eliza says, I'll take you to a solicitor tomorrow. We'll show you show him the proof of your right to the inheritance. Yep. And, and boom, a, a few weeks later, go. you get the inheritance. And, and she only asks for a 5% fee. 5% which, fee. Which he accepts. Yep. And I ha- I was trying to do the math, but we quickly learned that's 1,000 pounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. So at Eliza's, um, the next morning, I assume. Yep. I don't know. Maybe it is the same night. They're cheersing, so it might be the same night. Yeah. Um, Eliza and Ivy want to plan a party. They're excited. They have 1,000 pounds coming in. Oh, yeah. And Ivy asks Eliza if she'll invite oh. William to the party. <laughs> oh, and Eliza quickly changes the subject. She oh, does yeah. not no, want no, to no. talk about William at all. And she keeps changing the subject. Like Ivy is keep, she stays insistent, and Eliza is still like, nope, nope. We're going to talk about everything else but William. <laughs> well, at first, she pretends she doesn't hear the question. Yes. <laughs> uh, so she could, Eliza goes on and she says how she connected Martin to Reginald through an ad in the she newspaper. Wants to talk, she wants to talk about how fascinating the case is yeah. and how she actually found this information right. uh, about Martin and, and Denning. But Ivy's like, no, how long has it been, has it been since he's visited? And imagine and Eliza's like, imagine what I could do with this money. money I could yeah. buy I could hire a staff. And she's like. Have you two had an argument? <laughs> Eliza's just like, could you please just let me enjoy this? Yeah. <laughs> and there's a pause, and Ivy just barrels through. Yep. You have had an argument, haven't you? <laughs> Eliza puts down her celebratory glass with a frown. Yep. <laughs> so we, we, yeah. we cut from there to outside Eliza's office, and Eliza – because she's expecting to get a payday. Right. She's getting she's expecting a thousand to get pounds. Thousand pounds. She's going to be respected. She has this money to put into her business. She can hire people. All great things. She's talking with a sign painter or a, a craftsman who's yeah. going to be changing the sign from uh, uh, to 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 be Miss Eliza Scarlet's private detective yep, instead, instead of Henry Henry Scarlet. Which uh, I was like, oh, a changing of the guard, a yeah. new era. This is exciting. Um, and just then, William arrives Happy because season. we mentioned William in the previous scene, and uh, he says he's just popping by. It's yeah. been a while. Good morning. Just wanted to see how he's how she's doing. <laughs> and Eliza acts like she doesn't care. She just she just she's basically like, oh, acts has like, it oh, been a while? Oh, I, I didn't even notice. I was so busy, <laughs> so busy and important. And uh, <laughs> she tells William that she's changing the door signage, um, and. Right, way before she has any money to do so. Like, there's a, yeah, she hasn't gotten any of the money. She's already cashed that money that has not even arrived. So, um, and he he asks how she got the money, and she said, "Air hunting." Yes, and he says, "How much?" And she says, "Enough that I won't have to rely on others for work or favors." Which is a biting like dig against him. Yeah, I also was like, "Is this also kind of a dig against Patrick Nash because he also wants her to work with him? She just wants to work with herself." It could be both. She's talking it, to William. It's definitely, and she it's is a broad, mad at him. It's a broad statement. <laughs> it's a broad statement with a, a, a could apply focus, to many. Well, it's a broad statement, but with a focus jabbed at, yeah. at, at William in this case. So yeah. So yeah, she she wants to cut William out of the equation. Yeah. Um, and he knows. Yeah, he says, "Have I done something to upset you?" And Eliza has like a fake smile. <laughs> what makes you say that? Uh, and then he says, "It's it feels like you've been avoiding me." And Eliza's like, oh, I've just been busy." No, I've just been very, very busy. And uh, that's when she just like leaves him outside. No, so she's just yeah. like, "Goodbye." Like, yep, I'm expecting clients. <laughs> yep. Are you Eliza? Are you really? <laughs> she's always expecting clients when she wants to end a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so busy, so busy, very busy and important. So we we leave that. We cut to Scotland Yard, and Fitzroy enters William's office uh, with exciting news. Oh, well, exciting there's, news! Yeah, there's been a stabbing Important news. in Pimlico <laughs> and William asks Fitzroy about Eliza instead right. like like instead of this exciting news about a stabbing right, that he like, should like his job yeah it's his job there's been a murder um and he asks Fitzroy if he's seen Miss Scarlet while he was away and how did she seem yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely ignoring the fact that his job is like specifically like so Fitzroy is very much focused on yeah, the he's, stabbing. he's trying to continue the conversation about the and, stabbing and William is fixated on like what, that, that was so weird that Eliza was not like, why did Eliza treat me that way? Like that, he's like, that's his focus. Yeah, his yeah, focus yeah. is all about like Eliza. He's focused on that 
the most important person in his life, to yeah. be honest. So uh, Fitzroy responds that uh, – I thought this was cute too because of the dynamic. He says she was pleasant and positive as usual. <laughs> yeah. He says that Eliza always lifts one's mood. Like, <laughs> like Fitzroy, and Roy is just like staring like, are we talking about the same person? Yeah. yeah. And Fitzroy then shifts gears back to the, the – continues on the, the murder details. Right. Um, but – William's still hung up on yep. Eliza. <laughs> Did she seem to have anything on her mind? Yeah. And Fitzroy keeps trying to turn William's attention back. And he, and then William says again, has she ever mentioned anything about me? And Fitzroy's like, who? Miss Scarlet. <laughs> and uh, so obviously William is bummed yeah. that Eliza's just out there living life without him. And I wrote in my notes, thriving remains the best revenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Good point. Yes. <laughs> um, and Fitzroy asked William if there was something he was supposed to be looking for. He basically says women are a mystery to me. Was there oh, something I, thought I was, was supposed to be looking for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really good. Uh, and so they, they at this point, they're outside and they just get into the carriage because like uh, they but before they do, there was a little bit where, where Fitzroy, when he was talking about like the, the, the yeah. we get some information about the case. So even though William is completely like just I don't don't care, I just want to find out about Eliza. We find out that from Fitzroy that the, the victim is a George Saracen. He's in yes. his early 40s. He's a man of leisure. The body was found by the maid. Uh, there was a disturbance, maybe a sign of a fight. Um, and so, like, all – that was just the information that we were given. Right. But, but William – In at, between. At that, at that while po- William's just point, like, I don't care about yeah, this. Yeah, William's like – just instead of responding to all that information, he said, like, and she's never mentioned anything about me? Like <laughs> – Yeah. And that was, that was the whole <laughs> That's thing. why he was confused. Who are yeah, you talking about? Who are you talking about? about? <laughs> so, yeah, they get in the carriage because obviously they have to go to this murder scene. Yes. Like, focus, William. There's a murder. There's a murder. You are a police a officer. Stabbing. <laughs> So, <clears throat> but we flash to uh, the the crab trees because uh, Martin is missing. Yep, he went out for a drink that night and just disappeared. And in the morning, Mrs. Crabtree received a ransom note um, to pay five hundred pounds for his return to get Crabtree back. Pay five hundred yep. pounds in cash, and so uh, and it has to be delivered by four p.m. today. Uh, good, good call, uh, yes. uh, by the archway in Belmont Crescent. And Mrs. Crabtree didn't see who delivered the note. They told no one about the uh, inheritance. Right. Um, and but, later but, on. Uh, last night, right after Eliza left, another air hunter arrived and delivered the same news Eliza had delivered. It was a Mr. James Elderberry, and mm-hmm. she had his card. Yeah, it said Mr. James K. Elderberry, air hunter and probate genealogist. And he offered his services for free, which is right. suspect. That is very suspect. <laughs> and they said no to their credit because right. they didn't trust this This guy that shows up and says, oh, I'm just doing it out of the kindness of my heart. No. <laughs> and Eliza offers to tell William, or at least the police, uh, about this. about the, about Scotland Yard. About yeah. this kidnapping. And Mrs. Crabtree says, no, they'll kill him if police gets involved, which I thought at this point was suspect because that wasn't in the letter that oh, she had. Good call. And I'm like, how did she how know did she that? Know? <laughs> so that was but one. She didn't know any of this. Did she? I don't know. But I, I still know. that was one of the things that I was like, I was like, but, how yeah, did like, she why know would that? You not want to report it to the police. It, it wasn't in the note. So yeah. I said, was this in the note? And I was like, hmm. Mm, I don't know. And so uh, <laughs> later on and more information adds to this. So then we cut to Eliza and Moses. They're walking along a street. Yep, they're walking outside. Um, she asks Moses. She Well, she needs Moses to find out who the kidnappers are. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, just find out who the kidnappers are and where Martin is. Yes. Like, no problem. You can do this. Um, and Moses says that he's on a job right now. Yep, he's already for, on a job. For Nash and Sons. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Eliza's like, what? Eliza's like, he has no sons. And then Moses is like, he has money. Lots of it. Lots of it. <laughs> so Eliza just wants him to find the heir and I'll pay you double what Nash is paying. Yep. Once, once Moses finds the heir, she'll be a very wealthy woman. Again. And she'll be running an agency twice as big as Nash's. And she'll pay <sighs> double Moses's fee. But. She'll need Moses's full name, of course, uh, yeah, to, to make him to, a, to him make the contract like that. And uh, he's, he, Moses is like, "It's just Moses." Moses. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, at the murder scene, because William and Fitzroy have gone off. Oh yeah, we cut to investigate and, this and, murder, and we know it's the murder scene because the next shot is we cut to a, a man kni- with a knife, <laughs> knife stuck right in the back of this guy. Like, yeah. okay, knife they in the back of the, the body. Weapon. 
Yeah. Um, so William is investigating the scene. Fitzroy enters and shares that the maid last spoke with Saracen who's, in the who's morning. The yeah, the body, the body of Saracen, George Saracen. Mm-hmm. And um, she spoke with him in the morning, but he relieved her of her duties until afternoon because he was expecting a visitor. Yes. Uh, and a number of strange visit, uh, visitors visited, which was unusual. Yes. Uh, and uh, she saw an old woman leaving the house early, uh, clearly in a hurry. Yeah. Um, William says, obviously, they need to find the old woman. Mm-hmm. And um, he also found the appointment book, which had M. Skelton in it as yeah. his only appointment for the morning. M. Skelton. Uh, so it's M. Skelton. They have to find out who this M. Skelton is. Yeah. Uh, so at a bar. Yeah, we cut to the Royal Oak Bar. Oh, yeah. That's where uh, Martin had gone drinking the, the night, night before. And, and that's where he disappeared. So Eliza enters, and there's there's lots of, like, cat-calling oh, and whistling. Oh, they're cat-calling her. Um, uh, she, she goes straight to the bartender and asks if Martin Crabtree was there last night. Oh, and he, he says, you his other wife? Yeah. And everyone, like, laughs. Ah, and, and the man at the bar next to her interjects yeah. on Eliza's behalf. And, and they're coming to her. Also, I'm, like, suspicious. All suspicious, yeah. Um. <laughs> And he is James Elderberry, the guy who had the card, the, yeah. the air hunter. So she she wasn't even trying to find him, and she found him. And at this point, I wrote down, he knows far too much about everything at this mm-hmm. point. He is so suspicious. Yeah, he, he knows about the ransom, about Mrs. Crabtree's visit to Eliza. He's very— He had already paid the bartender for information, too. Like, he, he knows where Martin was the night before. There's something really weird there. And he says the Crabtree was there alone. Um, and left at midnight alone, and that's... Eliza goes to leave, but Elderberry grabs her arm, mm. and uh, he says, he, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, Elderberry says, you're making a mistake, and Eliza looks at his hand <laughs> on her arm, and she says, and you are making two mistakes. Garish handkerchief <laughs> clashes with your tie, and the second is laying your hand on me. And at that point, Elderberry lets go. Yeah. And Eliza leaves. So we we he had like this weird like uh, orangish uh, handkerchief that was yeah. like in his pocket, which is it, it's a, a key, ja- it's like, a jab, right but it's also file that away for information later. that you you should retain. Yeah, uh, I didn't actually notice the color, but later when they mentioned the orange handkerchief, I was like that That's it. that was his handkerchief. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he thinks that she doesn't have the money to pay the ransom, and she doesn't. No, um, and Even he, she's spending he money says, that she doesn't have yet. <laughs> right. Uh, he says he'll pay it. Um, but she's like, no, uh, this is none of your business. I will pay the ransom. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, back at Eliza's, I, uh, Ivy is there making Moses lunch. <laughs> yes. um, and Ivy mentions that she thinks Eliza's in a mood. <laughs> and Eliza tells her to mind her own business as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. mind her own business, mind which Ivy business. does not take very well. No. Uh, um, Moses reports that no one's heard about a kidnapping, yeah. uh, so his search isn't going much better, and they need to narrow down who knew about Martin's inheritance. Yeah, because only the only suspects would know about the inheritance, and so Ivy right. pops in, just, just <laughs> right, not minding her own business, not minding her own business, <laughs> and she says, "You could find out about who put the advert in the paper." Yeah, or should I mind was, my own business? She says, "Because that was how Eliza even knew to go looking for Martin." Yeah. So Moses uh, kind of like looks like. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's idea. A good idea. And Eliza says, how I hate it when she's right. And <laughs> Moses laughs at that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I actually kind of love that Ivy and Moses are like besties now <laughs> yes, because yeah. she was very suspicious oh. at, of him in the first season. Yes. And now they're just like yeah. best friends because they lied to the inspector she's, she's together. Make, she's making him lunch. <laughs> at first it was like, it was like, is he having tea? And it's, it's more than just tea. It's a full lunch. It's a full lunch. Yeah, yep. that's good. <laughs> Outside of Saracen's office, mm-hmm. we would fly Flashbacks to the murder scene. Um, we all we find out that the advertisement was placed by George Saracen. Yeah, it's actually written there. That's who so, the, the contact for the ad was to to contact Saracen. The dead obviously man. Eliza's there because Eli- she's she's going to talk to George Saracen yeah. to find out more information. But she's, he's dead. She's outside. She walks up to the front door. There's like a, a the police, constable. The constable yeah. there. Eliza tries to get in by pretending to be Saracen's <laughs> favorite cousin. favorite cousin. Yeah, um, but is quickly found out by William. And because he, she's, he uh, just William pops says, up in the doorway. Yeah, he's like, are you indeed, like, favorite cousin? <laughs> and so yeah. they cut to inside, and William and Eliza, they compare notes. Right. And William is frustrated, and Fitzroy jumps in and says, good thing we've crossed paths with Miss Scarlet. Right, because she she says, like, the advertisement explains why yeah. Saracen had so many visitors. And um, Eliza is right that Saracen knew about Martin yep. because the killer stole Crabtree's address 
from a book. Like the page was ripped out and he was like in the background. Fitzroy found that, yeah. Coloring that in. Uh, yeah, so he goes, it's a good thing we crossed paths with Miss Scarlet. And she goes, thank you, Detective Fitzroy. It's good to see someone that appreciates <laughs> yes. me. <laughs> and Eliza asks, any other leads? Uh, right. So, but, well, because Mr. William's like, you can address your questions to me. Oh, yeah. She she says that any other leads to, to Fitzroy. Fitzroy, yeah. And uh, William's like, just talk to me. And Eliza says, any leads, Inspector Wellington? And, and William's like, like no. no. And, then, <laughs> and then Fitzroy just jumps right in because Fitzroy's like, so eager he, to help. He's yeah. like a puppy. Well, he knows that Eliza helps their investigations. Yeah. Well, he believes that. Yeah. I shouldn't say he knows it, but he she does help uh, their investigations. He's, he's very earnest and he's always just – he just he just is just without any filter. He's just yeah. like – he's like uh, any leads? And like Fitzroy's like, except for – like William just said no. Right. <laughs> and Fitzroy's like, oh, except for the M skeleton and the old woman. So he's even leaving the house. And William just like grimaces yep. at this like, why are you telling her all these things? <laughs> And uh, so now William is like, okay, we have to work together now. Uh, when does the ransom need to be paid? And uh, she says about 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Today. today. And so we cut to Scotland Yard yep. and William has a bag full of bank checks. Yes. He has apparently told her several times that it is counterfeit money. Yes. But no one would know that from a glance. Yeah. Even even she wouldn't know. Right. And, and he reminds her that officers will be surrounding her so she will be safe. Which shows that he's concerned for her safety. Yes, he does. He does care about her. Um, William shares that Reginald was a gambler and was murdered in his home, yep. but no one was ever charged. And then we go into their personal problems yeah, again. <laughs> yeah. So, like, like William kind of – like, Eliza says she knew about all of Denning's background stuff because she did her, her – she, re- she did her she research. Did her research. Yeah. And then William asks, what's wrong? Um, and there's this yeah, he, brooding tone in your voice. And Eliza says, I'm, I'm not brooding. I'm not brooding. Clearly brooding when <laughs> she says what? that. You know what? The tables are turned. She's usually accusing him of being – of brooding. Yeah, yeah. But now, oh, now she's point. the one brooding. Yes. Uh, and Eliza <laughs> says, fine, I know about you and Arabella. And yeah. William's like, oh. I see. This is, I'm like, I don't know why he's surprised. She knows a lot <laughs> yes. about everything. Yes. So why he's surprised that he know that she knows about Arabella, like how he thought he could just hide that from her. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, and particularly about the fact that like she and Arabella have history. And yeah. that William and her are friends and she's hurt that he hasn't said anything up until now. Right. Until she's like literally confronted him with it, and William says he should have told her. Uh, he was waiting to see if things uh, developed. developed. Yeah. And she asks, "Have they?" Yeah. And William's like, "What?" And she's like, "Developed." And he says, "Yes." And she lies, and, and she, she says, says she's glad for the both of them. Yeah. Uh, but they have business to do. No, so it's so, at, it's it's four p.m. We cut to like the the drop off, the money yep, drop off. We're it's at the money drop off. Four p.m. We hear the 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 the, the clock. Toll four. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't notice that, but I knew it had to be around the time of the ransom. In the background, we she's hear that. standing with the bag of fake money, and, and there's there's plain cl- plain clothes policemen everywhere. Yeah, and they're all like looking at each other. Really, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Yes, don't be suspicious. <laughs> so, uh, Elderberry, the air hunter, approaches Eliza. He yeah. also has a bag. Um, he's also there with the ransom. And he, this man runs up to Eliza. Oh, sorry. Well, no. Uh, he he's there to ruin everything. He he basically tells Eliza that um, Mrs. Crabtree didn't trust her to pay the ransom, so he's there to pay the ransom. And uh, he keeps asking her questions, and that's when the guy runs up while she's distracted and trying to get him to go away. Yeah. Uh, this kid runs up, grabs the bag, and keeps running, and then like the police start making whistle sounds. Like, why didn't they just like casually? Oh, make chase. I don't understand. I, I think it's just a, a thing where they, they make it's just like a police sirens today. So like the, the whistles would be the yeah, sirens. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Basically, everyone turns their head, pays attention. Maybe someone would stop the person who's running away. Fair, so, fair. But uh, Elderberry says, you stupid woman, you called the police. And like this whole thing. And I'm like, is he in on this at this point? Is he like, it, it, I don't think it was a boy. It was a man who grabbed the uh, Oh, was the it bag. a man? I, yeah. I thought they looked small, but so, I was also... Frantically taking yeah, notes. Yeah, notes at the same time. <laughs> so, uh, so Elderberry's really mad, and so we cut to later, and it's in a bar, and yeah. Elderberry's there, and William confronts him, and uh, Elder like uh, Elderberry says, "Has asks has Crabtree been released?" William, I was hoping you could tell me because yeah. William suspects he, he, Elderberry, yes. which is good instincts. Yes. Yep. Um, and 
James basically says, how would I know? Mm -hmm. Um, And William says, I believe you could have arranged the kidnapping yourself. To get the ransom from Miss Scarlet. We find out that that Elderberry's not an air hunter. Yeah, because William talked to his landlady, and his landlady likes to talk. (laughs) So yeah, uh, William found out that that, uh, Elderberry's not an air hunter, and that Elderberry's not his real name. Right. That's it's a big uh, one. Mr. Blunt. Mr. Blunt. He's and, all, he is also a gambler, yeah. so that connects him to Reginald. And, um, at, and he's too – well, the landlady was talking because he's two months behind on rent. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's incentive so, yeah. there for money. He needs money. <laughs> right, right. And so, so we cut to Scotland Yard in an interrogation. Uh, uh, Mr., or, or not, we're outside Scotland Yard. William is escorting Mr. Blunt inside, passing Fitzroy by the carriage. And inside, yeah. William asks, um, why pose as an air hunter? And uh, Mr. Blunt, who's his real name, yeah. uh, because Crabtree's father owed him money, a lot of money. Yeah, 10 grand. Of uh, Yep. And, and so we find out that Blunt has been trying to find the heir himself. He's been trying to find um, Crabtree. Uh, but he got nowhere and gave up. Then yeah. he picked up a rumor that Denning had a son, but Eliza got to the son first. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that mattered to him was finding an heir because if nobody claimed the money, the, the government would get it. No one, and yeah. then no one would get the money. Like yeah. anyone that was owed money would not have the money. And if the heir inherits the fortune, then uh, Mr. Blunt uh, can ask for his his his, his share. Yep. So the the it's just this like long shot with that the heir will actually pay him the money to make him go away. He might have a case though, if, because the, the 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 debt would also be inherited. That's the thing. So like um, you, you would inherit the, the once the, you the die, money, the debt just continues. It would, it would <laughs> that would that would still kind of be passed on. So uh, William thinks that Mister Blunt might be a suspect in Saracen's murder. But Mr. Blunt has a solid alibi. Uh, yeah, he was in well, jail. He was, solid alibi. He was in a, he was in, a j- in jail for uh, drunkenness. Yes. Yeah, he was sobering up in a solemn bow street. I, I wrote solid alibi at this point in time when I was taking <laughs> these notes, but we find out later that might not be so solid. Well, so, William, William also kind of alludes to um, Denning's killer would never being found, and like, well, you would have a reason to go in there and murder someone. Um, but he said it's it's his dying that made getting paid 20 times worse. Oh, yeah. Or harder, harder. Which seems legit. Like, yeah. that actually... So it all, like, makes logical sense at this point. Yeah. It doesn't seem uh, like that, that. that's a thing. So then yeah. we cut to uh, the Crabtree's house. Just for a moment. Yeah. Eliza is talking to Mrs. Crabtree. Um, and uh, this is when I put a note. I said, I think the man with the hat was Martin Crabtree, but it wasn't. But I, I was at this point, uh, I'm thinking they're in on it. I was like, you I was think both of them are in on it. I, I said, I said, I think that there 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 hasn't been a kidnapping at this point in my notes. I said, but mm. some other reason I said 500 pounds is better than the the fortune. And I was like, how could that be? So I don't I was asking these questions myself because yeah. I don't understand how that would be. But that was my guess. Was the logic that, wasn't working out. No. Yeah. So Eliza assures Mrs. Crabtree that William will do everything to find him. And just then. That's when William. I'm not Martin, William. Martin walks in. William, yeah. William did not arrive yet. Unharmed and right. hugs his wife. And I'm I, like, like I, he just walks in casually like nothing happened. Which this I was yeah. like, I was like so suspicious. His wife point. is thrilled and Eliza looks and like, I thought mm, this I was thinking feel right. I was thinking that his wife was acting like, "Oh, it's so good to see you again," because maybe he didn't know that Eliza was there, and she had to make it seem like, "Oh, oh just like returned. she's surprised." Yeah, yeah. I was. I, w- I was. I was like, "There's got to be something more here," and there yeah. usually is in Miss <laughs> Scarlet and the Duke. Yeah. So. Uh, so yes. Yeah, so then we go to Scotland Yard. Fitzroy uh, confirms that Blunt was sobering up yep. all day in it's a nighttime. cell. Yep. Um. There and and also that there are forty seven M skeletons in, in London. London. Lots so, of them. Yeah. So William says, "Well, got to start following up with all of them." And at this point, another officer kind of comes in and says, "News about Martin Crabtree, sir." And so, yep. like, they get interrupted. Right, because Martin just arrived. Is is back. So we're going back to the Crabtrees. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin recounts his kidnapping. So yep. he says he was walking back from the pub, still not believing his luck. And the next thing he knew, a hood was thrown over his head. Yep. And he was shoved in a cart. Yep. He had no idea where he was. But it was it, freezing. It was freezing. Which is an interesting bit of information to throw in there, which makes it more believable. Okay. Yeah, true. <laughs> Just enough detail Just to make it detail. believable. Uh, he thought he was going to die, that there were two kidnappers, and they both had East un. East Lond- London accents. Again, more detail. Seems yeah. plausible. Yep. Like I was he, think, he at this point, like I'm thinking I was wrong. Like reasonable maybe. information. Yeah. I, I was backtracking my suspicions of him. Yeah. And he said a few hours ago, they just suddenly dropped him off. 
a few streets away. Yeah. And uh, Eliza said the solicitor's office is closed, but we can go first thing in the morning. Right. She's still like, we can still get this money. I can still get my thousand pounds. And Martin says, is it safe? And at this point, my suspicion kicks back in mm-hmm. because – He's more worried about safety than the money at this point. I mean, albeit he says that I mean, he was just, he was just kidnapped. Quote I know, <laughs> but like, but like, it seemed to me like he doesn't want the inheritance for whatever reason. Like it scared him off. Twenty thousand pounds. No, kidnapping I, kind of. At like, this point, I'm thinking he might think about. He might know about the the oh what's, the what's, what's, what's owed. owed. True. Because so uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, William. Being a police officer wants to protect Martin. Arrives. And- yeah, he, he arrives. So William yeah. arrives at the Crabtree's house and it's like, oh, Eliza's there already. <laughs> of course. Because of course. This she's always there. So before. many times. Um, Eliza confronts William and says that he's just trying to stop her from getting the money by putting Martin under house arrest, essentially, yeah, with around the clock protection. Locked up in his own house for his protection. Um, and he said, why are you being irrational? Is this because of Arabella? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yep. So back at the bar, yep. uh, Moses is listening to Eliza rant about the stubborn, oh. pig-headed, infuriating William. Utterly incapable of seeing things from anyone else's point of view. <laughs> so that's it. Stubborn, pig-headed, and utterly incapable of seeing things from anyone else's point of view. Yep. And Moses really, really <laughs> sees the, the irony of this. He says, are you sure it's Inspector Wellington you're talking yeah. about? And, and gives, she gives a little like, side eye. Rolls her eyes. Yeah. He's, but he's just sitting there. She has a whiskey. He's sitting there listening to her bellyache about yeah. uh, this guy that she's been pining over since they kissed when she was 16 years old, probably. Yeah. So he's a good friend. Uh, but Eliza says, we're going to solve the murder case. It has to be solved by 6 p.m. tomorrow. So that I can get that money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and so Moses, she sends Moses out to find out everything he can about Eric Blunt. And which he says, am I still on double fee? And Eliza says, fine. And for your information, uh, I'm not stubborn or pig-headed. Because <laughs> she, she, she got what he was saying. <laughs> so back at Arabella's, uh, William there. is making an, a bigger fatal mistake. <laughs> oh, no. William is bellyaching about Eliza. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. And He's he be- says she's utterly infuriating. So yeah. they both feel the, the other is infuriating. I told her but- she was behaving totally irrationally. Yeah. And I was like, this is not good. Yeah, he's complaining to Arabella. Like, this is not your target audience, <sighs> sir. <laughs> Arabella is clearly not enjoying hearing a William event about Eliza. No. Uh, William g- g- he, keeps he going realizes on. He realizes eventually. He keeps complaining, and then he realizes what he's doing, and he apologizes to Arabella. Uh, Arabella asks him if she- if he works a lot with Eliza, mm-hmm. uh, if she's so infuriating, you yet you still work with her. Oh, and he says, uh, we all have our crosses to bear, I suppose. <laughs> and uh, this is a point where I also noticed that both Arabella and William both like to drink. So that's another thing they have in common. That's something they have in common. They were like, they're both holding the glasses. They're both drinking the same amount. So, so, okay. this, is, so this is when – so this is my, my lady sense comes Okay, lady in. sense. So okay. Arabella is just very quiet. Oh. Observing. Calculating. And he asks her about her day, and she's like, oh, nothing really to report on. It was fine. But she's making lists of things she needs to investigate in her head. Yeah. This is not – everything is not fine, William. (laughs) (laughs) The surface uh, does not show what's the inner workings of Arabella. Like, Arabella is not a stupid girl. Everything is under under the surface with her. She she makes comments that are, like, Mm -hmm. underhanded comments that, like, you know, on the surface are like, that's totally fine. Approach to bullying. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, at the the next Next morning at Eliza's, um, Eliza wakes up to Ivy sobbing. She's, like, on her kitchen table. Yeah, Eliza (laughs) Eliza is asleep at the table, and Ivy is just – there are notes and letters all over the table. And Ivy is, like, this is so sad. (laughs) She's sobbing like I do for every children's movie I ever watch. Um, and she she goes through like Eliza's just like oh my gosh I had these in order but Ivy's like this is so sad yeah. poor Reginald was completely in love with Lady Denning and they desperately wanted to have a child but she got pregnant and died in childbirth along with the baby oh she's just like despondent oh she also made the comment that she always tells Eliza she should be practicing her reading I forgot about oh that part. yes because she was practicing her reading yeah. all the letters all and the, notes all night all reading them. all of the letters um, and that that uh, Eliza says Mr Denning. Uh, 
had Martin with the maid, presumably. Right. Um, see, even the, their crest is a, is a fox. Appropriately a fox. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know anything about foxes, why that would be appropriately. Wily, like, the wily fox. Uh, so like, you know, stealing, stealing the, the hen from the, 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 uh, the hen house. Okay, okay. So. Um, um, but this Ivy gets this look on her face like, oh, I have an idea. Because she has like photographic she's, memory. Yes, and she's of read everything all she of the read. letters. Yeah, and she says, uh, that explains it then. His housekeeper, Miss Skelton. And yes, we know that, there's a Skelton. M. Skelton, Miss Skelton. We find out Maud Skelton, M. Yeah. Skelton. It's all connecting. Miss so. Skelton just wants to see the baby boy. She must be his mother. And I'm thinking, ah, uh, uh, M. Skelton, the murderess, must have been the murderer. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's, the M stands for murder. murderess. Yeah. Uh, Eliza's so excited she, because she, she, Ivy found M. Skelton for yes. her. She kisses Ivy, runs out. Right. <laughs> Very excited. So then we cut to Scotland Yard. Eliza has come to the office to apologize to William. Yeah. Uh, she does. She says the, well, uh, and she actually does. Yeah, she, she does. She does apologize. She, he says, says, come to apologize. She says, actually, yes, the air money may be affecting my judgment a little bit. Yep. And she says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It feels genuine. And William, I'm not sure that it is, but William says, I'm sorry too. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, then she asks, she asks how his case is going with the murder and like has a brand in development and he's just like not really but she doesn't share the m skeleton information no no she doesn't she doesn't she just goes okay that's nice and yep. leaves yeah. <laughs> uh fitzroy tells fitzroy comes in as yep. eliza's leaving and yep. tells william that uh miss scarlet was looking for him and william's like i just talked to her yeah and do you so have the odd. file on sir reginald's murder yeah and fitzroy's just like no the file is missing and he, william's just so like weird where did you find miss scarlet the oh, records room the records room <laughs> so that's not we, uh-huh we know eliza stole those records yeah and Eli- so yeah <laughs> eliza took it of course and william sighs and he just sighs yeah <laughs> this is where we're going to take yeah we're going to take a quick break yep And uh, when we come back, we will discover that Eliza, yes, uh, William knows her very well, has found the files. Welcome back. Uh, so we are back in Eliza's office. She has the files for Reginald's murder in front of her, and she is obviously examining them because she's going to figure out this murder. She's looking at a coroner's report. You can see, like, yep. a, there's a person's body and, like, where things happen and stuff like that. Yep. We, we learned that Reginald died of a blow to the head. Yep. Uh, probably a blow to the head with the family crest because there is a very heavy metal fox in the pictures. Yep, the Denning fox. Yep. And um, a diamond necklace was stolen, a photo, and a silver frame was stolen. Mm-hmm. And then she also finds the list of staff yep. for Denning. And uh, she finds head housemaid Maud Skelton. Yep. So M for murder. No. <laughs> <laughs> Murderous. <laughs> Murderous Skelton. So then we go to yeah. Skelton's house because now she's confirmed Maud yep. is connected and she knocks on the door. No nobody, one's home. Yeah. Nobody answers. Um, so, and she turns around and she sees an older woman standing on the street kind of staring at her because there's a strange lady in front of her house. Yep. And, and so this is Maud. Maud. Yep. Um, so we cut inside. Yep. Uh, Maud used to watch uh, Martin play through the window. Oh, at the, at the orphanage. At the yeah. orphanage. Um, she visited every six months. Warden let her watch, and that. And then Eliza says, "Oh, that must have been really hard for you to have to watch your son play from and a distance." Here's where we have one of those moments where they're like, "What?" what? Because <laughs> we find out that Maud is not Martin's no. mother. Lady Denning actually was. Yes. And uh, so Lady Denning died in childbirth, mm-hmm. but the child lived. Survived. But the child was reported uh, as, that, as they as died it, in childbirth. Yeah. So it was like, what happened Why here? did that happen? So we find out that Reginald sent uh, Martin away because he looked too much like his mother. Yep. Which, okay, all babies look like angry potatoes, but that's besides the point. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they change a lot when they're little. Like, yeah, they, yeah, They change a lot real fast. So, uh, but, but Reginald anyway. couldn't stand looking at him every day, so he ordered Skelton to take him to the orphanage. Yep. Um, and so Maud is the one who actually named him uh, Martin Crabtree after a friend that helped her when she came to London. Yeah. And uh, she, Eliza asked, like, who else could know 
that this child survived and Maud's like nobody else knew. So it was like top secret to her grave sort of sort of uh, secret. Yeah. And then Eliza asks Maud why did she visit Saracen because she was the old lady who who yeah, was at Saracen's office Saracen. and Maud said that her daughter said that her daughter is very sick and she needed money and and uh, told Saracen Martin's name and last known address. Right. Um, to, to get the reward for his, yep. his finding. And Saracen um, said to come back later for her money. Right. But when she did come back later for her money. She found a dead body. She found Saracen stabbed in the back. Yep. And so that would explain why she was hurrying out. Yeah. <laughs> of, and, of the uh, building. And she remembers, though, that she passed a nicely dressed gentleman when she was first at Saracen's. Yeah, in the morning. In the morning. Uh, uh, he's nicely turned out. He had an orange handkerchief in his uh, coat pocket. Uh, oh, I wrote Elderberry, yeah, but it's, it's actually Blunt. Mr. Blunt. <laughs> Mr. <Yeah. laughs> Blunt. <laughs> so back on the street. Ah. Uh, um, uh, Ah, huh? uh, yeah. We cut to on the street because we just talked about Mr. Blunt, right? Elderberry. Here he is, and <laughs> he's putting gloves on. Oh, I didn't even notice. Oh, it's gloves. a tell. It's, it's a tell. tell. <laughs> so he's got gloves on. He's obviously a bad guy. Obviously, he's a bad guy. You wear oh, gloves. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's been suspicious from the start. Yeah. Um. So Blunt is cornered outside of Crabtree's house. Yeah, he's walking there like yeah. to do something. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Uh, turns out we find out. Uh, Blunt was not sobering up in a cell on Bow Street. No, because William is there. William catches Blunt walking towards Crabtree. Yep. And he uh, – PC Jacobs, I think, is his name, who was there. Oh, who was, who was the, the new per- honey church. Who, yeah, <laughs> who, uh, who was actually not even from like, – he was the one who was at the precinct or whatever where uh, oh, Blunt uh, was – Oh, the Bow Street. Yes. Precinct. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so does it, it, William it does asks, this- does, does this man look like the Mr. Blunt you had in lockup? And it, the – PC Jacobs or says no, he looks no, nothing no. like him. Or like, oh, <gasps> caught in a lie. Yeah, why did you lie, sir? So. <laughs> um, back at Eliza's office, yep. Moses um, is there. Yep, Moses is there. Moses found out that Denning owed money to a lot of people. Yeah, including his entire estate. He lost it. He all lost his entire estate on a car, a single all, card. Yep. So, and we and find out that George Saracen, Mr. Person stabbed Mr. in the back. Mr. Dead Guy yeah. uh, is the one who won his house in the bet. Um, so Blunt and Saracen both needed to find an heir. And get paid. To get what they were owed. Yeah, but with Saracen dead, there's yeah. only one left. And at this point, Eliza waffles a little bit mm-hmm. about whether to tell William or not. Um, yeah. And asks uh, Moses his opinion as to whether. Well, she, she says, William's going to be upset with me for taking the file, but it was for the best. Oh, she And go- she's like, do you think I should have she, 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 she keeps talking it. so much about it. And Moses <laughs> is like, I just want you to stop talking. Yep. <laughs> so we cut to Scotland Yard after this. And Eliza w- wants to be involved in the questioning of Mr. Blunt, quote unquote. Right, and um, William is upset about the file. Yeah, um, Fitzroy arrives with a letter that was found in Blunt's house. Yep. And um, during questioning, William reads the letter from George Saracen to Blunt. That's correct. That's the order that it went in. Yep. Uh, they had an agreement that they would split the inheritance uh, if they track down the heir. Which that doesn't make any sense because Saracen, uh, his claim was to the entire, the entire state. state. That's not something you split. But well, I guess, right. I guess but Mr. I guess Blunt made a – they made a deal. Half of it is better than nothing. Yes. So I guess, I so. guess that's, the, that's the logic here. Uh, yeah, it seems a little yeah, – yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, so <laughs> – So um, Blunt claims that he didn't visit Saracen, um, but they have a witness that can attest that oh, he did. Yeah, and, and, and the fact that, that there was uh, – yeah, and, and, and Blunt goes on to saying that it was self-defense. Like, there's, right, there's all this right. stuff. That, like, it, he it, says he's, she's he lying, but he's the main suspect. And, like, yeah. he he says the letter was a trap. Um, Blunt offered to present himself to Crabtree as an air hunter and take him to the solicitor, like, on behalf of both him and Saracen. Saracen pulled out a knife because he wanted to keep the money all for himself, yeah. which is also plausible, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I, all this actually yeah. seems like – some pe- characters are good liars. Some are not in this show. Blunt this is a one, pretty good liar. Yeah, we don't know for sure what happened because Saracen's dead, so he can't tell his part yeah, of the story. And, and so uh, Saracen wanted the money for himself, drew the knife, and there was a scuffle, and, and, uh, and Blunt rested and, the knife from Saracen he, and stabbed him. Yeah, and he didn't intend to kill it him. Was, it was an accident. It, he, didn't, it didn't. He murdered him, but he, it was on a purpose. And right. William says that's all very plausible except, except for yeah. the fact that you had already set up a fake alibi. Yeah, so with that's a stranger. Yeah, 
premeditation. Yeah. Uh, William uh, William believes that they've backed the killer with yeah. with Blunt, but they still haven't found those counterfeit bills. So outside, yeah, no counterfeit bills. Outside in the hall, Eliza asks William if she can take Crabtree to get, claim the inheritance, and right because they have one hour. Yeah, oh, one it's, hour it's, to it's do down this. to the wire, yep. and so uh, Eliza says, "There's no time for her to call a cab." William's like, fine. Take my carriage. Take the carriage. (laughs) And we see that Eliza and Martin Crabtree make it just in time. Just in time. Yep. And later on, there's congratulations by all. Uh, Moses is is saying congratulations and is also very supportive of Eliza as he is. Always. Always. He's always supportive, even when she's not paying double his fee. Yeah. So then (laughs) then he asks, when do I see my contract? And Eliza says again, as Uh, soon as you've given me your full name, not just Moses. (laughs) And Moses is like, that's not going to happen. And He's like, it's just Moses. He's out. He's out of there. He he leaves. Yeah. Um, And then at her office, uh, this is all happening at her office, I believe. Um, Martin comes to Pay yes. her a visit, pays her, thanks her. And he says, I wanted to pay my first installment from my own savings so that you didn't have to wait for your for your full money. Yeah. And I was th- at like, this- that seems nice. Well, and at this point, I'm like, I'm guessing. Because, again, I yeah. suspected him as, of, like, from kidnapping himself. From the very start, yep. <laughs> so I said, I'm guessing that the money that she just got is the counterfeit money. So that's what I had Oh, so you picked up on that I, I was like, way I was like, quicker than I did. Because it was – I was like, those are those look like the, just like the banknotes that they had earlier – well, because they're counterfeit. They're and, supposed to look like the bank notes. Well, but also, William made a point that even Eliza wouldn't notice that they were counterfeit. True, so I was didn't. like, she didn't. Yeah. So uh, the next day, uh, we see uh, Ivy and Eliza just uh, went on a shopping spree. Yeah, Ivy's like, oh my gosh, wait till Barnabas so, finds out I went shopping at Bonds, on Bond Street. Yeah. Um, Eliza's talking about buying a phonograph to record her dictations. Yeah. And uh, Ivy's like, what? And she explains what that is. It records your voice on a wax cylinder. So early record player. Yes. Um, there's a knock on the door. There is a knock on the door. Ivy's very excited that the it's Dickens be, and Jones delivery is It's going to be another delivery of something that they oh, bought. Something but so they went on a spending spree. not a delivery. No. It's uh, the police. Yep. Counterfeit bills. Eliza bought all of the stuff with counterfeit bills. And this this is when I'm just like, oh, dip, that money was the counterfeit yeah. bills. <laughs> yeah. They have to really lay it out for me. That's no, how well, observant I some am. Some things I'm completely oblivious to, <laughs> some things I pick up on. But anyway, at Scotland Yard afterwards, yep. uh, the counterfeit bills were hidden in Mr. Crabtree's outhouse. Ew. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, there was Listen, no kidnapping. Money is disgusting dirty. Like, oh, anyway. All right. Yeah, That's, That's a good point. It's already disgusting. The fact that it was in the outhouse is just like, yep, no, we there knew was, this. There was no kidnapping. He faked it. He knew there was no inheritance because he, he knew, knew that there was all the, all the gambling debts. Yeah. So yep. he would just be an inheriting a debt, which he did not want. He didn't want it. Which nope. is why he wasn't enthusiastic. And he was like, no, I'm more concerned about my safety. Yeah. Yeah. He was trying to dodge dodge everything. So he says that Maud visited him a week after Denning died. Uh, Martin knew that he was the heir. The inheritance would be worthless. Uh, it was a poison chalice is what yeah, he says. Yeah, he would be hounded and left penniless. But with Saracen out of the picture because he's dead. Dead, yeah. And Blunt out of the picture because he's going to be in jail. Yeah, he's The inheritance a might actually happen. So uh, So he good. came back and good. he was just like, okay, I'm going to claim it. Justice. So great. Uh, he saw the opportunity to fake his kidnapping with a friend and steal the ransom money. So, so he'd he at least get 500 it. pounds. He would get at least the 500 pounds. Um, yeah. So with with uh, with, uh, with, with, with both with Saracen of the, and Blunt out. Uh, air, air hunters essentially yeah. out. Uh, he had to make the ransom money look like loose change. I'm like, there's so many fires all over London. Just burn it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That would, yeah. that, would have, that would have made things a little bit lighter on him. So William asks Eliza at this point if she wants to press charges against Martin. Right. And she's and like, um, no. No, I would like I would like my money, please. I would like I would like the thousand pounds that uh, would be yeah, the 5%. Yeah, because Martin can't claim the inheritance if he's in jail. No. So we cut to Eliza and she's at the crab trees and yep. she's telling – them that she will not press charges. Right. And and his wife is like, he doesn't deserve your kindness. And she's very pregnant here. Yeah. So and you can see. She excuses herself to like go lay down because pregnancy is tiring. <laughs> and then she tells Martin to go check on his wife. Yeah, that she'll see herself out. Yeah. And as she's on her way out, and mm-hmm. this is when the shoe drops. Like I, I was not the, seeing this. Like like the counterfeit money I got, this I had the, no idea. This is my second time watching and it wasn't until they were in his house again that I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I had I had no idea. And he was – he's so – 
he he has such a an innocent looking face. Yeah, he he's looks very, like a baby. He he's very like oh I, I didn't mean I, like so so anyway she yeah we're we're, we're, we're burying the lead. She sees <laughs> on the wall there's a a, a silver silver frame, silver frame with, with a fox on it with a, the 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 denning crest on it. Yeah, it's just like the one that was stolen when he was murdered. Right, right. So like so she takes the frame down because yeah. she's Eliza. And she pulls out the pictures, and one of the pictures in the frame he did not get rid of because it's his mother. Understood. It, it's it it's is Lady Denning. This is this is confirmation, not just that it looks like the frame. It is, it is the, the frame. frame that was stolen. And yep. and Martin walks back in and oh. says, uh, and, and he has still, could, still such an innocent look on his face. You could just put the frame down and walk out the door. She's like, he's like, pretend you didn't see it. Martin confronted – so he, and then he conf- confesses. He confronted Reginald because he knew that Reginald was his dad, father yeah. before Reginald died. Yeah. Confronted Reginald. Reginald blamed Martin for his mother's death. And, yeah, that's awful. Which, that's which so awful. You, you can kind of be like, okay, it was in anger of, of that that he then took the, the metal – and uh, crest his, yeah, and killed his, and killed his own father. Yeah. So Martin murdered him, but he yeah. pleads and he's he's sympathetic in this. Oh yeah, he's he's, he's not sobbing, trying. Like, he's not trying to again, pull one over. Great actor. Yeah. Because he genuinely just like, please, I want to meet like, my daughter. He's like, please, please, just walk away. You can and still receive your fee. You can still get your fee, yeah. which is super tempting. But we know Eliza has that moral fiber. Yep. This is where that moral fiber comes in. She says she's not going anywhere. And yep. Martin cries. Mm. He starts t- tears yep. coming down his face and says he just wants to meet his yes. daughter. Yeah. And I was uh, like, oh, so like, in the feels. I don't know. I don't know if it makes me a bad person, but I was thinking about this on my drive-in today. I don't know if I would have turned him in. I don't know that I would have had that moral fiber uh, because what his dad said to him was, Terrible. Horrible. Super terrible. And Awful. I could see that. I mean, not that murder is a good thing to do. No. But I could see that going badly. <laughs> mistakes and, were made. Uh, yeah, mistakes were made. <laughs> oh, it was more like manslaughter than murder. He did. He probably did well, not intend true. to murder his father, but he did. Yeah. And, and I, then he stole a diamond necklace. I wonder if, if his wife was wearing the necklace in the oh, wedding I photo. I didn't notice that no. either. I'll have to go I, back and look at that. At this point, I was thinking – he did murder someone. He needs to to pay for his crimes. There are consequences for your actions. Yeah. So yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that. that well, I was. I, I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking that at this point, I was thinking. Well, he can just do his time, and maybe the next heir, which would be his daughter, mm-hmm. would be able to inherit the the, How the they pounds. Know it was a daughter. They just had a feeling. They I had guess. a feeling. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway, whoever when yeah. the baby's born. Yeah, that would be um, the. Heir. They didn't have ultrasounds back then. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but anyway, the the child, whatever it might be, would then also like inherit. Yeah. I thought that that might might happen and I was like, "Oh, well, you just do your time and your kid yeah, will still be taken care money. of." That's what I was thinking, but we find out more later. So, um <laughs> yeah, uh so So at Scotland Yard. So we cut to yeah, Martin is in Martin's cuffs because in cuffs. He's Eliza being taken in. Eliza did the right thing as she would always yeah, do. Yeah, she always does. So William says Maud Skeleton admitted that she told Martin who his father was a few days before Sir killed. Reginald's murder. Yep. And she was just worried she, that and he she, actually did. Well, yeah, she suspected that he did it, and so she cut ties. That's where she lost track of yeah. him. She said earlier that she lost track of him, but it was on purpose. Yeah. And Eliza says, being abandoned because your father blames you for killing your mother, it must be quite a cross to bear. And William looks at her and says, it's a sorry, sor- sorry story for everyone, including you. Because, mm-hmm. well, I mean, she's yeah. lost her father, too. Yeah, well, she lost her father, and now he knows that she had big plans for that thousand, That's that it. thousand yeah, pounds yeah, too. Yeah. So, I mean, and this is a, like not oh, yeah, her fault. So she made the right. So there's decision a lot of to her she, yeah, she gave a lot up to do the right thing. So we cut back to uh, Eliza's office after this, and um, Martin won't be able. This is where I find out that Martin won't be able to inherit. Uh, from his victim because the, the, there's no – like because yeah. he murdered the person he would be inheriting for in English law, he's not able or not doesn't qualify for the inheritance. That is and so that, you know, that seems fair. It does seem fair. <laughs> that seems uh, fair. It, it, it seems a little weird that his his daughter or son, most likely daughter because that's right. what they're assuming, um, yeah. wouldn't inherit I mean that's well. what they said. It doesn't skip. Yeah. So I, it just goes to the government I guess. Yeah. It so, would just by default. So yeah. uh, there's no, going to be no fee for Eliza. No. Um, and at Eliza's office, Eliza apologizes to Moses for yeah. not being able to double her fee. Yeah. 
and says that he'll have to moonlight for Nash a little bit longer. And uh, Moses tells her, oh, did you're, I skip something? You're skipping oh, a little bit Did I skip ahead. something? I'm sorry. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> William is, this is, this is, uh, William says, I, I want to clear, oh, this is in oh. William's office. Oh, William, right, right, I want right. to clear okay. the air about Arabella. I don't want my, she, he says, my friendship. My friendship, yeah. My friendship with Arabella to cause problems between us. Is he friend zoning her? I don't know. Eliza says no. <laughs> Eliza says, nor do I. I'll endeavor to make an effort uh, with her and I'm sure <laughs> we'll become firm friends. That's right. And at and this William, point, William says, for lying. You're a, he says, you're a terrible, terrible liar, but I appreciate the effort. And she laughs, they laugh. And now we come back to Eliza's okay, office. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Yes, no, no, I no. I, I, no, I was the one who actually said Eliza's office. I was wrong. I was still back at, at William's office. Now we're at Eliza's office. Right. And, and this is where Eliza apologizes to Moses. To Moses. Uh, so he has to work for Nash and Moses tells her to put it on his account. Yeah. Oh, and he notices. Or put it on account, yeah. He notices the plaque. Yes. Because he's, he, he's a good friend. Yes. And I think potential love interest. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he notices the plaque and he asks if she's going to put it up because it's there. Why not? Yeah. Right? And she says, now isn't the right time. And he makes a very good question. He counters with a very good question. When will it be? And Eliza smiles and she says, I have no idea. Yep. And there's a pause. And Moses, on his way out, says, it's Valentine. I love it. <laughs> All these people trust Eliza for some reason. Uh, Moses Valentine. That's and he says, name. a lot of people would pay good money for that information. <laughs> and then he puts his hat on, tips it to her, and leaves. Yeah. Really, really cool. Ca- oh, he's so smooth. Very, very. And, um, and yeah. Eliza chuckles and smiles, <laughs> gets up and walks over to some letters on the desk. And yeah. I was like, curious, what are these? She picks one up. And then we cut to... Yep, Arabella's. Yeah, because she picked up the invite that she, that Arabella yep. had sent her before that she was just straight up ignoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a stack of mail, and yeah. she was ignoring it. So, so uh, when will it be? I have no idea. You know, it's it's like it's it, there. She's thinking about like taking initiative, yeah, and she's she does making some strides. She's taking initiative with Arabella. So she goes. To Arabella's, thanks her for the invite. That was a weird way to say Arabella. I apologize. No. And um. She Arabella wants to know more about Eliza and Williams working together Relationship, because yeah. she was making notes earlier in her mind. Oh yeah. Um, and William arrives. Well, and they they they, they joke about how uh, uh, the word fortunate to work working with each other. Oh like, oh like, oh. <laughs> like, uh, doubt William would use the word fortunate, fortunate and in, they laugh. Working, yeah, that's, so, yeah, that was cute. Uh, so they are they are bonding like sort of women do. It's a little. Like, it's, it's it's a frenemy fren- yeah, frenemy ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So William arrives. It's super awkward. Mm, yep. William arrives and he's there to meet Arabella to take her to the park. She plays it off. She's like, "Darling, what are you doing here?" Yeah. Like, like she this is totally she's planned. Mm-hmm. Totally planned. Eliza's caught off guard. Eliza's <laughs> caught off guard slash sad that William's there. William is like, uh, I'm meeting you to go to the park. Don't you remember, basically? And, like, uh, Arabella's like, oh, gosh, I completely forgot. How my, silly of me. Right, my mind's like a sieve. My mom always tells me. Yeah. And so uh, I'm thinking at this point, like, does William <laughs> see how much she's manipulating the situation? Because if mm-hmm. he does, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. But if he does eventually see through Arabella's, like, machinations like the way that she's kind of setting yeah, things up yeah, for yeah. like like the the subterfuge so, yep 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 like maybe that'll be the chink in their relationship but it hasn't happened yet at least not in this episode i don't th- but like, i think he is completely oblivious oh, i think uh, he has no idea i think he believes her hunk li- line yeah, and sinker yeah. i think eliza might know <laughs> that she is oh i think so, yeah setting this up but so, in this scene eliza and william are just looking at each other like well this oh, is awkward so awkward yeah. and uh, arabella invites uh, william to, to join, join them, them for, for tea, tea yeah. and then that's when he she says my 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 mom always said that I had, like you said, a, a mind, mind like, like a, a sieve. sieve, and it's super awkward and sad. Yeah, and that's I, and that's I where, said, that's where I said, oh man, what an experiment. <laughs> and that's, yeah, where, that's how it ends. That's where the, the episode ends. Yeah, on this weird, unresolved, awkward moment. Yeah. So you're you're like, well, we need to see where this goes in the next episode, and I I am I'm very curious about that. Yeah. Well, we will have to see where this goes because I honestly don't remember exactly, but it's. William obviously still has yeah. flame for Eliza. Yeah. I He's had a flame for her for probably, I don't know, 15, 20 years at this point. So, 
We'll find out. (laughs) So anyways, thank you for listening and watching Postscript. Uh, You can find us at WTF.org slash Mosaic, and we greatly appreciate your gifts of support. Yep, and if we want to hear your thoughts on the season, not if we want to hear, we do want to hear your thoughts on the season. So email us at ps at WITF.org, or you can comment on this week's short on Instagram um, at WITF.org. Or leave us a comment on YouTube yep. because Tom gets notifications. So we'll, we'll know about <laughs> we'll it know. right I'll, away. <laughs> I'll, I'll comment back. We'll, we'll comment back. So uh, thank you again. Uh, we'll see you uh, for the next episode. Oh, uh, yeah, the finale. It's the season finale. Oh, it's a big one. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs>